Hi guys, it's George here. You're listening to Outside Lane by Lane 8 Coffee, bringing you the stories behind the people and businesses inspiring coffee culture today. From coffee roasters to ceramicists, and from furniture designers to bakers. In this episode, I'm really excited to share a conversation with Will McCallum, co-founder of New Zealand-based Georgian Willie, who makes signage, menus, and displays for coffee shops around the world. We talk about starting up, branding, and creating their own workshop space, among other things. I hope you enjoy. Let's get into it. George and I have always been mates. We met when we were skiing together when we were quite young. And then a few years later, we found ourselves studying together at university. Neither of us knew what we wanted to study. And so we both just signed up for a BCom, a Bachelor of Commerce. George was doing management and I was doing marketing. And we were both also doing minors in design. We'd always loved making things and had a passion for design. But we were three years into our design degree and really had nothing decent to show for what we'd done. And there was another project coming up, which you had to get into groups and write your own brief. The brief was very open. So we made the brief to develop a product and take it to market. So we went into the university workshop and they had just purchased a laser cutter. There was a brand new laser cutter and we'd never really seen one before. And so you obviously draw what you want to make up on the computer, you print it out onto wood or acrylic and put it together and we were so excited by this just you could make anything really so we started making pencil cases and toy helicopters and little boxes and little just anything we could think of and George's mum's birthday was coming up so he made her a lamp quite a cool funny lamp actually and we, we thought you know this is this is fun so he gave the lamp and then we started developing it further and that became our main focus the uni workshop was only open between the hours of nine to five. So me and George would go in and work all day. We'd sort of taken over the space and then we'd open the window and then we'd go home. They'd lock the shed and we'd come back after dinner and, and climb in the window and keep working away at night. And then we finally had this, this lamp that we were kind of happy with. So we took it to some of the design stores around the university campus. And the store was called The White Room and the owner, his name was Nick. And I remember going in there and presenting this lamp to him and, and trying to sell it to him. And we were, we were both sort of so scared but excited and, and he decided to, to buy it and said, all right, boys, thank you so much. Just send me an invoice. And me and George were so excited. We jumped in the car, we were sort of shaking and, and we had to drive home and Google what an invoice was because we just had no idea what we were doing. So yeah, it was in our last year of university which we started doing this while everyone else was applying for grad jobs and planning their next the next year we were too busy making lamps so we missed the boat on the on the grad job applications and didn't have a plan for the next year so we went home and still continued to make lamps by this stage we'd started making swings and desks as well and we never actually sat down and said let's make a career out of this let's do this for the next five years it was always We'll do this for another six months and see how it goes. We were living at our parents' house at that stage, so our expenses were pretty low. And we just used to, uh, we started a little pool painting company on the side to fund our hobby slash business at that stage. But yeah, there was never a, never a time where we actually sat down and made a business plan. It was very organic and we just were purely making these things because it was so much fun and yeah, it went from there. 
people would come to us and say, hey, George and Willie, we want you to help us make our office because we used to do a lot of woodworking and making plywood furniture. So they'd say, come in here, we'll design the office together and you guys can build it all. So we went into this advertising agency in our hometown, Woods Creative it was called, and we, we designed all the desks and we decided where the meeting table was going and then he wanted to put a whiteboard on the wall and we, we thought, okay, yeah, cool. And then sort of thought a bit more about it and a whiteboard wasn't wasn't quite going to work in with our aesthetic. So we decided to propose the idea to put a brown craft paper roller on the wall in a bracket and they could use that as a whiteboard instead. And he was like, okay, cool, we'll give it a go. So we made one of them for him, took some cool photos of it and then put it on our Instagram and on Pinterest and we sent it to Design Milk, which is quite a quite a big design blog. And the next week we just had orders coming in from around the world. America was, was one of the first places which was quite exciting and it was at that point we realized New Zealand being so small we needed to be a global business if we were going to sell these unique products. We were, we were making such large items at the time, these huge desks and huge clothing racks which were so heavy to ship. So if you're going to ship a desk to the US it's going to cost you more to ship it than, than what the desk is worth. So we went down a new path of designing products which were smaller but more valuable so it's all about the, the value to, to weight ratio kind of thing you can't and the paper roller was the key moment where we decided let's be global let's make smaller more valuable products so we can access the whole world i think at the core of any good brand is good product. It all starts with good product. You can't have an amazing brand of coffee if the coffee's not good. And so we we start with the product and we, we make high quality, timeless, minimalist, sort of beautiful product. And that kind of breathes into the rest of the brand. So that's our main focus. And then we also focus on our team and hiring like-minded people who are on board with, with what we want to do. And that's important because a brand is not just what your branding looks like or what your website looks like. It's it's every single touch point that the customer experiences. So from the first photo they see online to the, the tone of the email that gets sent when they make an inquiry to the beautiful layout of the shipping notification to the to the quality of the tape on the packaging box and the texture of the, the instruction booklet. It's every single touch point is so important. So we really enjoy the process of refining it all and making it a beautiful experience for the customer. We call it the workshop because it was originally when we were making so much stuff it was it was a workshop. So the workshop started at my parents' house and then went to George's parents' house and then we ended up in this other one and, and that was where we ended up after about three years and it was a huge tin shed. It's 160 square meters and being all tin it's absolutely freezing in the winter and absolutely cooking in the summer. So it's, it's quite extreme to be in, but we try and do our best to, to um, have a bit of climate control. George's grandfather came around one day when it was really hot and he said, why don't you guys try and put a sprinkler on the roof? And so we thought it was quite a ridiculous idea, but he said that's how they cool down the cow sheds in New Zealand. And so we put a sprinkler on the roof and that's how we keep it cool in the summer. And we just use heaps of heaters in the winter. <laughs> Um, but we, yeah, so it started off as a workshop and then as the business evolved, we, we had more, ma more and more manufacturing partners who, who helped us make the products. So it became more of a prototype workshop, an office and a photography studio. 
During the transition from workshop to the new layout, we took everything out, put it in the car park, and we've got one of those spray guns and we sprayed the entire thing white because we just needed a clean palette to start with and then just plonked in only the things which were necessary and built these little huts which you'll be able to see in the photos and created this beautiful space where you can just be creative. You can think of an idea, draw it up on the computer, print it out, make a prototype or a sample in the workshop, photograph it in the photography studio and yeah just generally hang out in it it's quite a it's a good space to be in we and we know that because you go there in the weekend on a saturday it's quite a nice spot to go to and the staff will be there or me or george will be there and there's usually a few people there in the weekend just hanging out it's it's a good place to be in and it's sunny and it encourages creativity and productivity and we love it during the first sort of three years of George and Wally, there was no structured plan. There was no clear direction for us or the team, which wasn't necessarily a good thing, but helped us find naturally find our path. But over the last couple of years, that's been one of our main goals is to have a clear direction and a clear path and a clear plan for the team. So we've set the goal to be the best direct to consumer blank signage and display product company in the world. And the whole team's on board with that. At the moment, we're making lots of new products, refining the customer experience even more. And yeah, we're super excited to the future. If I could go into any coffee shop in the world, I would go back to Nepal, where my best friend and I, Woody, were on holiday climbing the Annapurna Mountains. And we went on a scooter mission one day and we stumbled upon this organic coffee farm in, in the mountains. And the owner, who we couldn't really speak to because he was a Nepalese man, invited us in to have a little pot of coffee with him. So we sat around this little fire as he put the coffee on and he brewed it up and we, we couldn't speak to each other. So we just, we spoke by just laughing at each other as you do with people from different languages. And he finished making the coffee and then he asked us if we wanted some milk. We said, yeah, yeah, we'll have some milk, please. That'd be great. So we went around the corner and then got the buffalo and, and milked the buffalo into a little jar and then poured the buffalo milk right into our coffee and we sat there and just giggled with this Nepalese man. Yeah, that was a pretty cool experience. So I'd go back there for sure. Thanks very much for listening. You can find Will, George and the team at George and Willie on Instagram. This has been Outside Lane. See you next time.